everyone get your swords. We're going to be dealing with two scriptures today. The first one is Genesis, the third chapter, verses 8 through 11. Genesis, the third chapter, verses 8 through 11. of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you was naked? Have you eaten of the tree thereof that I commanded that thou should not eat? Who told you that you were naked? Now turn with me to Psalms 139. Psalms 139 verses 13 through 15 For thou hast possessed my reins and thou hast covered me in my mother's womb I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my souls know very well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lower parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members are written which in continuously were fashioned when as yet they were none of them. Turn to your neighbor and say, who told you that you were naked? We can see that from the beginning of time, Satan and his imps have been convincing those that had a relationship with God that somehow that relationship and everything that it pertained was inadequate or that it was somehow substandard or it wasn't good enough or it wasn't enough. We depend upon God to establish us. And according to the word of God, God knit and stitched us in the womb. And while he was knitting and stitching us, he paid attention. He paid attention to detail. He decided what color your hair would be, what color your eyes would be, 
what family you were born into. God decided how you would look. And isn't it amazing that everyone is malcontent over who they are. This psalmist says, I will praise thee because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. But you find most people who have bought into the idea that because somebody tell you that your nose is too big or that your lips are too big or that your ears are too small and we go away believing this, not understanding that when God created you, your body parts, it says, that he did it the way that pleased him. God created you in his image and everything about you is according to the purpose and plan that he had for you when he was making you. And so the next time somebody tell you that something is too big, ask them too big for what? You don't know what God has for me. You don't know what his plan is for me. So how can you dictate what size my body parts are supposed to be in order to do the work that God has called me to do? The enemy convinced Eve that God was not sufficient. Even though there were a million and two different types of fruit in the garden that they had free access to, God said you can't have that one. And so when we don't believe God, we compromise. And we find ourselves doing things that we wouldn't or shouldn't be doing because we're trying to please other people. If indeed God created you with a purpose and a plan, only God knows why you have what you have. And so in order for you to find out what it is you're supposed to be doing, then you have to seek God. You have to find out from him why he gave you the eyes that he gave you. Why did he give you the lips that he gave you? The Bible says all that are called by his name were created to give him glory. And so we should be giving God glory with whatever he gave to you. Learn to be content and satisfied with who you are. Learn to praise God in spite of what somebody says, in spite of what somebody's opinion of you is. You know, we live in a cyber age where it's like, dislike. What do you think? How do you feel? And I'm feeling some type of way. But the child of God's emotions shouldn't be moved up and down and around by these things. The Bible tells us that we are not to be conformed to the ways of the world, but we are to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And your mind needs to be renewed if you think that your body parts or whoever you are, who God created you to be, is not good enough because somebody says so. I mean, for real now, who are they? And what is it that they contribute to your life that's so important that you're going to not be content with yourself because somebody don't like it? You know, we got the, the, the police, the nose police, the eye police, the body parts police who go around dictating what they think people should look like. Turn to your neighbors and stay in your lane.
Use whatever God gave you to the best of your ability. Give God praise with them lips. Give God a hand clap with them hands. Give God his glory with whomever he decided you should be. He decided the grade of your hair, the color of your hair, the color of your skin, the color of your, all these things. We didn't have any say so over whatsoever. And so he made him a you by down through the generation bringing this one and that one. But the whole while he was doing it, the Bible says he paid attention. He didn't nod off. He didn't go to sleep. Nobody snuck in and did something that God didn't know anything about. And so we should learn to be content with who God made you to be. Stop comparing yourself to other people. They got what they got and you got what you got. Understand that God does not make mistakes and he don't make no junk. I know we can have some junky attitudes sometimes. Talk junk. Act kind of junky sometimes, but that's not because God made us that way. It's a choice. We decide to have junky attitudes. But as a child of the Most High God, you were fearfully and wonderfully made. There is nothing wrong with you. Stop making the cosmetic industries and the plastic surgeon folk rich. Getting your nose done, getting your jaws done, whatever it is that you're getting done. Stop that. And tell God thank you for who you made me to be. Give God praise in everything that you do. If he gave you big hands, say, Lord, what are these big hands for? He gave you a tongue and big lips and sing to the glory of God. Be content with who God has created you to be. In verse 15, he said, my substance or who I was will not hear from thee. When I was made in secret, I was knit and stitched in my parents' womb. Lord, you paid attention. You, every stitch and every knit was attended to by God. And he decided who you would be. And he wants us to give him praise and to give him honor and to give him glory and to worship him and to bow down and to honor him as the only true and living God that there is. But we can't do that because we mad, because we don't look like somebody else. Isn't it amazing how we look at other people and we desire to look like them instead of being glad that you look, you, you know, you look at somebody and they might look good on the outside, but they might be going through hell. And there you are wishing you were them instead of praising God for the peace and the joy that you have. Who you are. And just like Satan tricked Eve and Adam out of the paradise, we end up 
compromising and doing things that are out of order with God because somebody told you that they, they had something better for you or there's something better that you could be doing with yourself than serving, than serving God. It says, how precious are your thoughts unto me? Think about that. That God had you on his mind while he was making you. That you are precious in God's sight. If nobody else told you that you were precious, I want to tell you today that you're precious. That God loves you. And he took the time to knit and stitch you into who he wanted you to be. You look just like he wanted you to look. You got the voice that he wanted you to have. Give God glory. Give God praise. Give him honor. Lift him up and magnify him above all else. Because he is a good God. He's gracious, he's kind, he's merciful, and he's full of compassion towards us. We know what we really deserve because we know we haven't been doing right. But God's mercy allowed us to get up and come out today just so you could hear that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that there is nobody else that can contradict that because God has the final say. Whatever God says, that's who you are. And God loves him some you. We are supposed to be curious, different, and peculiar people. There is no mold that the world has that we fit into that we are supposed to not be able to fit into any category that the world has because we are greater than that. And we're greater than that because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And if you have the great I am on the inside of you, then you have a potential for greatness and your potential for greatness is not based on what somebody else think or feel or what their opinion of you is. The Bible tells us to love one another as we love ourselves. Therein lies the problem. Yes. We don't love ourselves. We love what everybody else got. And so we cannot love the others as we love ourselves because we got to first of all learn to love yourself as God created you to be. Can't spend all our time trying to have this and that like somebody else got. You got to learn to go to God. Okay, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? You gave this to me. What is it that you would have me to do? Who is it that you created me to be? We want to soar to greatness. Then you got to go to God, find out what your purpose is and what his plan for your life is, and then follow directions. What is it that's pulling at your heart? What is it that's tugging at you that you keep pushing to the side because you feel inadequate or you feel that you're not able to do it because somebody told you? 
Nukwati gase. Who does he say that you are? He said that you're more than a conqueror. And that if he is for you, who can be against you? And if he is for you, and if he did not withhold his only son from you, what is it that you can ask him for that he won't do for you? We've got to learn to communicate what our needs and our wants are to God. Pray about it and stop allowing the world to have us worried about things that we can do absolutely nothing about. Got people walking around depressed, oppressed, bowed all down, mad, mean, mouth all poked out. What in the world is the matter with you? Don't you understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully made? God loves you and he loves you so much that he chose you. See, you might be in a family that don't like you, but God chose you. He picked you out to be one of his own. He adopted you into his family and gave you a new name. Took you off the road, the path that you were on, and put you on the right path. And now all he wants you to do is to seek him to find out what it is that he wants you to do. I find it amazing that we allow people to break our hearts and we fall all to pieces and lose it. Worried about somebody that decided that they were going to be the judge of who you are. But they can't do that. God has the final say. God created you. God decided who you would be. God, and he and he alone can tell you yay or nay. Because anything that God intends for you to have, guess what? It doesn't matter what somebody think or what somebody feel or how somebody acting or what their attitude is towards what God is going to do for you. You're going to get all that God intends for you to have in spite of how anybody feels about it. As y'all know, I'm not a long-winded person. <laughs> Look at the deepest light. What time the game coming on? She almost done. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's all right, though. It is. It's all right. And so we see here in the Word of God, and that's our roadmap is what God has said. It has nothing to do with what somebody else says. Stop buying into what the social media says about you. Only God can dictate to you who you are. And if the Bible tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, guess what? That's what we are. It's fearfully and wonderfully made. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Hallelujah.
deacons. Perhaps today, you want to give your life to Christ. I will not take for granted that there might be someone here who've been told by the world so many depressing things about your life. But if you belong to Jesus, he has a purpose and he has a plan that no one can stop, that no one can delay, or no one can put aside what God intends for you to be. Won't you come?